I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Mike Wall, former Pro Bowl offensive lineman in the NFL, played 11 seasons for the Packers, the Panthers, the Seahawks. He's a skill development specialist now, founder of Process2Perform.com. And host of the On My Block podcast he does with former Packers great Amon Green. You can find him on Twitter at MikeWall68. He's been gracious enough to join us all season. Now we got him on the Super Bowl wrap-up. Mike, man, what'd you think? There's just so, there's so many subplots in this game. It, it was just that it was, you know, from from Jalen Hurts' performance, all the people are out there saying that we got to make him play quarterback, and he yep. goes out throws the ball 38 times, has 370 yards of total offense, you you look at the and you know Patrick Mahomes probably supplanting a number of Hall of Fame quarterbacks and kind of the, on the Mount Rushmore quarterbacking right now and the way he the way he played the way he delivered the second half. I mean, think about it, man. A 99 QPR in the second half of the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. Like that, like that just doesn't even make any sense. But uh, up front, I'm an up front. I'm a I'm a trench guy. The offensive defensive line was a big talking point going into this game, and I think maybe what was most relevant to the outcome of this game, unfortunately, was the conditions of the field because it really changed the it really changed the course of the football game. All right, then. So let's start there. NFL really blew it, then, huh? What was it? Eight hundred thousand they spent on this, and I read growing it for two years. Like, is this on them? How much of a of a factor was it for both of those lines, Mike? Break it down for us. Well, first of all, the fact that they came out and bragged that it was eight hundred thousand dollars and they wrote for two years—you almost know that there's going to be a problem with it when they come up with that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that, just immediately you go, "Well, there's something, something's not going to work. It doesn't make sense." Here's the problem with with the turf. So, we a lot of athletes have played on turf that they just recently put down. It it, it comes up really easily, especially when you're two hundred fifty plus pounds. You got big, you know, those three big prong cleats in the you're trying to put in the ground, trying to deliver a lot of torque into the into the earth. It just digs up fast. You saw it all over the tape, I think. When you're watching the game live, you see people slipping. But when you go back and watch this game on tape, it looked like an ice rink. And what happens in particular, I talked about a lot a lot this week, that the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line, there was two huge matchups. The interior offensive line of the Chiefs versus the D-tackle rotation of the Eagles. And then you want to look outside and look at Orlando Brown Jr. and uh, Andrew Wiley versus Hassan Reddick, Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, et cetera, et cetera. Because that, I thought that Hassan Reddick in particular had a huge matchup coming his way because of just the way he's been playing. What happened in this game was – and let me, let me say one more thing. The, the, the Eagles offensive line and the Chiefs offensive line, particularly the tackle positions, they set differently. The Eagles are two of the best pass setters in the game. They set back, and they're basically inviting you to run out of options and bull rush at the end. So they just set back, they set back, they stay square for longer. 
the Chiefs guys will set flat, they'll angle set, and they'll invite you to beat them around the edge. And so Asana Reddick was going to have, I thought, a big game able to kind of get around the edge, go inside, make, make Andrew Wiley, make Orlando Brown Jr. redirect. Yeah. But because of this turf, it was so, you have to have footing to be able to do that. And so it basically negates everything you're able to do from a defensive end standpoint. I'll put it to you this way, Jason. When I grew up, I was playing in Green Bay. If I, opened, if I opened the blinds on a Sunday morning game day in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and it was raining outside, mm-hmm. I knew I was going to have a good day. I didn't care who we were playing. Because it turned that great athlete that I'm playing against into an average athlete. Yeah. And when the average athlete is only 245 pounds and I weigh 320, life's going to be pretty tough for that kid. I, I can see it. I can see it. And, I, and I'm not sure this, people are talking about it enough. That's why – that's why that, that, you know your insight. This is what we love about having you on every Monday. Um, huge impact on the game. Okay, what's the what's the proper perspective as you see it, Mike? On a you know an epic game like that, you got great performances on both sides of the ball. You mentioned Hurts. I could not believe how good he was. What's the proper perspective when it all you know ends in large part on that on a on a defensive holding call by James Bradbury that he, even he admits, yeah, I held him. But I was hoping they wouldn't call it. They hadn't called it all night. What? How do you sum it up, Mike? I think that was the first holding penalty of the evening. Yep. And so, yeah, so when you, when you kind of look at the totality of the game, what's at stake, and it's just like, um, you know, in basketball, the referees, the easiest way to look at it actually is if you're a pitcher and you're pitching in the strike zone, early on in the game, you throw one that's like on the line, it's like the, at the corner. And the, and the umpire either calls it a strike or a ball. And you kind of know for the rest of the game that that's going to be a strike or the ball. Like, you can play the edges or you got to put it right down the middle, right? And yes. it's the same thing with defensive holding calls or really any calls in the game. The way that the refs call the game early in the game, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, the first 57 minutes of the game is the way you expect them to call for the totality of the game. And so I think at the end, even though you can say, hey, by the book, that might be a holding call, if they haven't called if they have not made calls like that the entire game, calls are maybe even more egregious than that one the entire game, to lose the game with the impact that that one play has on the legacy of these. You know, we, we were robbed of Jalen Hurts' yep. chance at a legacy. We were robbed of that because of that, of that call. Was it by the book? Was it a holding call? Maybe it was. But because the way the game was refereed for the rest of the, of, of the, the 57 minutes, I just don't know how you make that call in that moment. Yeah, I, I, I'm, and then and where that ball landed too. That was just part of it for for me. But um, you know, I, right. I, I I'm I'm with you. I'm with you in, in in that instance. And I know by the book it's it's holding. Uh, that's a tough spot. And it's a tough spot to put Bradbury in, especially with everything they've put into the season going into that game. It's just a tough call in such a such a huge game. How, how was? Give us an idea, Mike, of the precision it takes from the motion. You know that was involved, and with Tony and Sky Moore there on those those two touchdowns that were so wide open in the second half. You know the snap being at exactly the right time. I mean, I know the Chiefs went to the merry-go-round at one point, but the 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 the, the precision it takes to get guys that wide open. And, I, and now I'm I mean, I'm questioning how much of the field is part of this too. But the precision it takes for that KC offense to to have that Philly defense is on his heels as it was, especially on those two plays. So if we're talking about those two plays in particular, you'll actually go back and you see in the Jacksonville game, Doug Peterson did that to the, uh, to the Chiefs as well. Same kind of motion, went back out, and the guys opened. The reason being, the first, in the first instance, to Tony, when he comes back in, he really starts moving fast. 
and you see both defensive backs start pointing to each other. They both yep. turn their chest into the quarterback, and neither one of them is really looking at where Tony's going to go. They're just assuming he's going across the, the motion. Yeah. So he goes and makes the play, and it's almost like uh, when he turns back out, gets the whip route, and he catches the touchdown, it's almost like, all right, fair play. We'll, we'll get that one next time. Like, that communication error is not going to happen again. Literally, the, right, the next touchdown, when they get back down there, I think it was after the punt, they do it on the other side, and now – the, instead of both guys just kind of trying to pass it off, one of them takes off and just starts running across the, uh, the, 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 uh, the center. And unfortunately, his man just turned around and caught the ball back the other way. But so what happens in those situations, we saw this against uh, – Devontae Adams did this against Jalen Ramsey a couple of years ago, where they went like halfway across, went back, and then sprinted across and caught a ball on the flat for a touchdown. When the Packers were playing the Rams, I think I was on a Monday night football game. And what you're really doing is just challenging leverage, right? You're saying, yep. if you go behind me as a defensive back, if you go behind me, I'm just going to throw it to you. I'm just going to throw it in front of you, and we're going to get a touchdown. And now they're saying, well, if you're going to try to beat me across the quarterback, well, then I'm just going to go back the other way. So it's a really, really good scheme. There's not, I don't know that there's a really great way to deal with it if you're playing man defense and then those defense are really worried you start worrying about all the communication errors so it's a great scheme it's a great system that they run over there obviously and uh it's just sometimes it's just tough out there you know yeah no question about it Uh, let me ask you this if you had blocked all night for Jalen Hurts and he gives you a performance like like that and and you know you know I'm sure he's thinking about the fumble and 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 its impact on the game that was returned for a touchdown. We get all that. But you think about it. I mean, he came right back down and let him on that drive right after, takes momentum back as good as he was the entire time. I mean, you know, most days you play like that, you're going to end up winning the Super Bowl and you're going to be Super Bowl MVP. If you'd been his teammate last night, Mike, and you'd been blocking for him all night long, you saw that greatness on display. What are you telling Jalen Hurts in the locker room if he ain't coming to you apologizing the kind of teammate he is? Yeah, I mean, I hope he's not doing that. I think everybody – you know, there's always whenever you win or lose a game, there's always enough blame to go around. Um, and I, he seems like the ultimate teammate, so he's, no he's probably out there regretting some of those plays. But uh, listen, that that I, I thought about it this morning. Because you know, you're, you're watching the game, and, and especially at Philly's offense, you just start going, "How did you lose this football game?" Mm-hmm. You know, you just can't understand how they lost. They they're they're so so good at what they do. Um, I thought Spagnola did a great job of bringing some pressure. He tried it early in the game, and, and they had answers. But, you know, a couple plays in the third and fourth quarter, they didn't have answers for it. They got a, on a third and eight. They got him out of – or third and five, excuse me. They, they got him to roll out to his left and throw the ball away, and it turned into another touchdown drive for Pat Mahomes. So, um, I thought the defense did a good job in, in, in general of trying to shut those guys down. But, w- listen, when you score 35 points in the Super Bowl, you're supposed to win the game. That's right. You know, this is, this is really more about Patrick Mahomes and – you know, playing on almost a perfect – I think he had one throwaway in the first three drives in the second half. They had three touchdowns. You just go – I mean, that's just unbelievable. You know, I, I don't know what you do. I was making a joke this morning, Jason. It's like, you're the Philadelphia Eagles and you're the general manager and you're, you're looking at the, the roster and, like, where do we need what to make improvements? It's like, yeah, it's like, what are you supposed to do? You need to go get, like, a better water softener? Like, what, like you know, are there healthier snacks at halftime? Like, what, what are we supposed to do? They're, they're all – they're studs. Yeah. You know, they just – just one of those days. No, I couldn't agree more. We're talking to former Pro Bowl offensive lineman Mike Wall here on Jason Giants. Been kind enough to join us every Monday here during the season, making us uh, smarter. You mentioned Mahomes perhaps supplanting some, you know, Hall of Fame quarterbacks, whatever else, in terms of where you put him in the in the pecking order of things. Does this? 
I ask you this because you know you know that guy so well in Green Bay. Does this put him above Rodgers in any conversation? Are you are you you know disrespecting Mahomes now? If you try to throw Rodgers into conversation now, now he's got the skill set to go with the two Super Bowls, the two MVPs. Yeah, right. you got to, don't you? Yeah, you have. You, it, it, it's certainly if you're not having that conversation, then I, I don't know what you're watching. He's he's just he's unique. He's special. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a phenomenal generational talent as well. Uh, but because they, because he has the two Super Bowls, um, because arguably he was the best player on the team when he lost uh, when, he, when he lost in the Super Bowl, um, he's been to what five AFC championships in five years of starting. I mean, this, yeah, two MVPs. Uh, you, you're starting to think about the scenario where he can get to seven, where he can get to top. I mean, he's that he's like having that kind of career. And I think I, I heard something this morning that they have somewhere like nine or 11 draft picks this year. I mean, there's, they have, op- and they're already on his contract. They already have op- there's opportunities for them to keep going. Andy Reid's still coaching. Yep. So right now, if you're looking at Aaron Rodgers, if you're looking at Drew Brees, if you're looking at John, I mean, there's, there's guys from the past. I mean, for me, you know, Tom Brady, I don't know if Tom Brady's the best quarterback ever. He's certainly the best winning quarterback ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got to be up. He's the he's the guy. He's the standard right now. And, and then you start looking at you know for me it's you know Joe Montana's up there somewhere. Peyton Manning's up there somewhere. But who who else is above Patrick Mahomes? I don't I don't know. I mean he's he's at that level. He's at least in the conversation, right? Oh, I, I think he is. I mean, I got you know Tom, and then you mentioned the guy for me, Joe Montana. I think you know with four of them. You could still make that argument there, but I, I can't put too many after that. I mean, I know Bradshaw, what, four, but only the one MVP yeah, and the on, skill yeah. set. It's not even the same conversation in terms of like ball that. skills. So, now, right. It? It's almost I, a different sport now. I just figured some of those some of those old Pittsburgh fans might throw in his, all his Super Bowls at us, but no, nah, he's not even in the conversation. I'm, I'm absolutely with you. So, so with this formula, Mike, I mean, you know, the question was, can he do it without Tyree Kills? Feels silly, but that was the question we were asking this preseason. It, mm-hmm. Let me ask you. So, so we know they can go year to year, guys. Juju Smith Schuster, Tony, whatever else. Um, does he have to have Kelsey? Does he have to have Andy Reid? Or, 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 you know, how much of this is Mahomes alone? I was just coming before we had you on. So much of this feels like you know Belichick Brady. You know, you've got this perfect thing with Andy Reid. Does he need the two of them? And then you could just put anybody at receiver in terms of this continuing. Mike, you know him, him staying in this kind of shape and. You know, as a this true a contender year after year? Do you have to have Kelsey? Do you have to have Reed? If you look at really good kind of relationships, let's, let's talk about Joe Montana, right? Joe, Joe Montana has a Hall of Fame coach, right. and he has, you know, arguably the greatest receiver of all time. Yep. Uh, you look at when Tory Aikman was having success. They go through a couple of different coaches, right? But originally they, they have a Hall of Fame coach, and they have Michael Irvin. I mean, you, you, see, you know what I'm saying? So yes. you, start, you start looking at these really good combinations, and you go – you know, when Brett won, Hall of Fame coach, he's got Chewy at, at, at tight end. I mean, you've got, you just have guys around you. And so I think you need to have a combination of uh, – you definitely have to have a target weapon. You have to have one guy that you just know that from a relationship standpoint, he's going to get you a, a, re, a reception reps. Um, he's going to be able to get open in difficult situations. And you, can, and you can kind of create your passing game around him. Um, which is what they do with Kelsey. Whether or not he catches the ball or not, he's obviously the focal point of the defense. I think you need that. Yeah. But you know, when you think about Andy Reid, he's, you know, he's probably wildly underrated from a coaching standpoint, even though I, I think they're having that conversation now. But he is really 
the innovator of all of this, you know, jet sweep motion, yep. spread the, all, all this stuff that we see now, all these, you know, all the, the whip routes that we're just talking, I mean, he's, he's the guy. He, he started all this. He made this kind of popular. He made, you know, all these, all these offensive explosions that we've seen and taking advantage of the new rules. Like that's Andy Reid, you know, and in large part, I know there's other innovators of the game, but he's at the forefront of that movement. Um, even at least, I think he's like 64 years old today. So yeah. uh, I, I think you need that that combination of, of a, a really good, innovative coach that knows how to utilize this skill set. I think the best thing, best compliment you can give Andy Reid is that Andy Reid isn't stuck to a system, yeah. right? He's, he's, he's stuck to his players. And it's been amazing the coach that he is. You know, with with everything, it, it's a whole book really on Reed. With everything he's had going on, his his personal life as tragic as it's been at times. Right to be this high level, this elite in a league where you you know you've got all these great coaches, these young up and comers that were trying to crown to be that good when you need to be against a defense that was that good coming in. There there ain't no doubt. I, I'm with you that I don't think he gets even as highly as we speak of him. I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves. Obviously, Chiefs are favorites going into next season uh, I think odds wise it's like Bengals Bills Eagles Niners after that Mike if I was going a group out and I'm putting you on the spot here but a team outside of that group outside of Chiefs Bengals it's a good one Bills Eagles and Niners I think that in terms of the, some of those were Cowboys Ravens Chargers Packers Jags if I had told you to take an outside shot at one of those told you one of those is going to come in here and and win the Super Bowl next year which one would you take just a long shot here it's not, it's not the Cowboys. I mean, it's got to be a team from the NFC just to get to the Super Bowl, right? So, right. right. And they, I don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, um, the, the Detroit Lions look really good in that division right now. Um, I, I think they're going to have another great offseason. I, I can't believe I'm saying that, but I think they're going to. It's true. Gonna, it's true. Think, it's true. Yeah, I think they're going to look really good. Um, you know what? You know what? Other team uh, I think is going to look even better next year. I think What's the that? Giants are going to take. I think the Giants are going to take a huge step forward next year. But for me, I'll just put. I'll just put it out there. The San Francisco 49ers were my favorite team going into the into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think. I think if Brock Purdy stays healthy, um, you know, who's to say? But I, I. I certainly would have bet for them to beat the Eagles in, in that game. So uh, if, if there's one team outside, and we don't know what their quarterback situation is going to be like, we don't know if Brock Purdy's going to come back from the ETL injury, and, and certainly I don't know if. Trey Lance is the guy to take them um, just right now as many games as he has not played over the last, I think, seven seasons of, of football. Um, I think there's some seasoning that needs to happen there maybe. But San Francisco 49ers with a healthy quarterback, Brock Purdy in particular, I, I think that they'd be, the, they'd be my favorites right now to go in the NFC. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. He is Mike Wall. You can follow him on Twitter at MikeWall68. Check out his site, ProcessToPerform.com, and his On My Block podcast. Mike, thank you so much for everything this season, navigating us through it. You made us all smarter, brother. Can't thank you enough. Well, I appreciate you having me on. It was a lot of fun. Pleasure, brother. He is Mike Wall, former Pro Bowl offensive lineman. Been an absolute blessing to have him on the show for this season. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.